This is Ozarks at Large. Even though we've been dealing with COVID-19 for about 22 months, it's not clear if the end is anywhere in sight. The last few days, we've seen record-breaking daily case numbers from the Arkansas Department of Health. Ozarks at Large's Matthew Moore reached out to Mercy Fort Smith and Washington Regional to hear directly from the health care providers. On Tuesday, Governor Asa Hutchinson shared during his weekly press briefing that Arkansas hit a new record for daily cases of COVID-19, over 6,500 cases in one day. The next day, that record was shattered with a new daily case count of nearly 7,500 cases. This is due in large part to the latest variant of the virus, which is being called Omicron. This variant has proven to be highly infectious, resulting in positive cases even for those who have been vaccinated and boosted. Larry Shackelford is the president and CEO of Washington Regional Medical Center in Fayetteville, and he points out that not only are we seeing a lot of positive cases, but the positivity rate is concerningly high as well. The governor said that it's uh, somewhere around 25% statewide, and here at uh, Washington Regional for our testing center, Uh, We've seen uh, positivity rates approaching 30 percent this week. That means for every 10 tests Washington Regional is conducting, three of them are coming back as positive. And that 25 percent number statewide doesn't include at-home tests that are being administered either. Kevin Davis is an infectious disease physician at Mercy Fort Smith. And when he hears numbers like this, he's worried. It's very concerning from a couple of different perspectives. One just being that whenever I see 25% positivity rate at a time when I know that that there are a lot of at-home tests being done, that that number actually is probably under underreporting the actual positivity rate. Um, I think that there's probably more than that than than the the rate would typically reflect, and so that tells me that there's pretty high burden of new cases. And following with that makes me worry that even though there are, there are reports and evidence that the overall percentage of people who are getting seriously ill from this variant of COVID-19, that with the higher volume of cases that the hospitals are going to start filling up as a result. And we're already really seeing that in the numbers that are being reported daily. At-home COVID tests are currently hard to come by. So for most Arkansans looking to get tested, they're having to go to local clinics or to hospitals like Washington Regional. Here's Shackelford again. Our testing center is currently a drive-through testing center, which is is convenient and a, and a safe way of, of doing testing. We're open seven days a, a week, but... What we've seen with uh, Omicron, particularly, you know, coming out of Christmas and New Year's is a pretty significant increase in those needing testing. On Tuesday when we spoke, Shackelford said that Washington Regional had over 300 people come through to get tested. So far, indications show that while Omicron is highly infectious, it does not seem to be quite as severe, especially compared to the Delta variant. However, Dr. Davis of Mercy Fort Smith is still concerned about the impact on the hospital just from a massively high number of cases. Even with a a lower percentage of hospitalization with this variant, already having, you know, six to seven thousand new cases in a day, plus all the cases that aren't being reported, these are much higher volumes that that percentage 
could end up still being a large volume of patients coming into the hospital. Davis says there have been times where a third of all of the patients in his hospital were there because they were sick with COVID-19. And that's a major burden for a hospital that usually operates about 80 to 90 percent capacity, even outside of a pandemic. Are you seeing local medical centers or, or, or hospitals maybe at smaller scale than, than what Mercy is in, say, Crawford or Logan County, uh, where you're seeing patients who just are coming over to Mercy because the smaller local hospitals are being overwhelmed, as you're talking about, y'all are seeing, you know, near capacity for COVID alone. Are you seeing from these other local hospitals where they're having to transfer to, to where you're at because of this? I would add on to that and say that we've actually had to have patients who are who are transferred from a far distance away because of capacity issues at other hospitals. So we've had patients who are coming from, you know, the Oklahoma City region who are having to be transferred to to Fort Smith because of capacity issues in Oklahoma City. I think that where we're at right now is the larger cities have a tendency to have higher spikes of this variant first and that we're getting some of the spillover from other patients that might be able might not be able to be serviced at those larger facilities and are having to be transferred to Fort Smith. January marks 22 months that we've been in a pandemic. It's been an almost constant all hands on deck mentality for healthcare workers and hospital staff across the region. And Shackelford from Washington Regional points out the toll it's taking on them all. We're now nearly two years into this and our healthcare workers are tired, not only, you know, from a physical standpoint, but just just from, you know, all the emotion that has has gone into this. What we're really seeing at this stage of, of the pandemic is is just everyone being being very tired, uh, being being very drained. Uh, we're also uh, like a a lot of health systems are seeing workers who are testing positive, and that creates times that they have to be on quarantine and, and away from their job. And, of course, that job still has to, to be done. Davis says the feeling is similar at Mercy Fort Smith. I think the biggest phenomenon that we've seen is that we're seeing some of the employees who are contracting COVID and by virtue, they're having to leave work. And so there's having to be a little bit more than normal of the, the shifting of, of staffing to accommodate for missing personnel. Um, there's a lot of, you know, there are certain pockets within the hospital system and the clinics where there will be, you know, larger than normal people who are out. And so they're have, having to do a little bit more of coverage personnel. As I mentioned earlier, yes, some vaccinated folks are testing positive for COVID-19. But studies and data have shown that those getting severe cases and needing to be hospitalized are almost exclusively those who are unvaccinated. And Dr. Davis says he thinks the boosters are being underutilized by our Kansans. There have been a couple of studies that came out in the New England Journal of Medicine this past month that showed that the number of mild cases of diseases of disease is reduced with the booster vaccines and the severity of the cases is reduced with the booster vaccines. One of those papers suggested that in people who are age 50 and older, that if they got the booster vaccine, that mortality was reduced by about 90 percent. 
So I would encourage anybody to get vaccinated. These vaccines are going to have, on a population scale, have some degree of adverse effects, but the adverse effects of the vaccines are nowhere near the adverse effects of COVID-19. If you're looking to get your booster or if you're looking to get your very first COVID-19 vaccine, it's not too late. You can find a list of vaccine locations near you by going to our website, KUAF.com, today. For Ozarks at Large, I'm Matthew Moore. As Matthew said, there are several vaccination clinics scheduled throughout the early days of this winter, including the Scott Family Amazium in Bentonville, hosting one for anybody five and older Saturday morning from 9 to noon. The shots are free, no insurance required, no social security number needed. There will be a drive through vaccination clinic at the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences Northwest Arkansas campus in Fayetteville tomorrow. From 10 a.m. until 4.30, that clinic will be closed from 1 until 2. Ahead on today's show, the show goes on at Walton Art Center. An officer and a gentleman brings 2022 in, and we'll talk with David Wayne Britton about his real-life naval career and his work on stage playing a Navy sergeant in the musical. That's in about 12 minutes on our show. <laughs> 